Welcome to a special podcast about Ottoman history for students by students. Episode 6.5, Summary of the First Six Sultans. Hello everyone, I'm Callum and I am 12 years old. Today I will be talking about an overview of the Ottoman sultans and how they changed Ottoman Empire's history as we know it. I will first start with Osman I, then I will move to Orhan I, Murad I, Bayezid I, Mehmed I, and Murad II. It all started when a neighboring steppe tribe was fleeing from the Mongols' terrible reign and bloodlust, and they settled down in Anatolia. Before I start, I would like to remind you this is history from 720 years ago. Not all things I say will be completely accurate, as we do not have perfect information about it. Osman Ghazi I, 1299-1324 Not much is known about Osman, but we do know that he was the first Ottoman sultan leader. It sprouted the Ottoman Empire, which lasted from 1299 to shortly after World War I. We also know that Osman lived a simple life and was just and kind. Even now, he is known for those qualities. Orhan Ghazi I. He reigned from 1324 to 1362. He was the second ruler of the Ottomans, but Aladdin Pasha, his older brother, was the rightful heir to the throne. Aladdin was more diplomatic and not warlike, so he shared the throne with his younger brother, Orhan, who was more interested in war. But in the end, it was more like he gave the throne to Orhan. Orhan is one of the longest reigning sultans of all time, lasting for 38 years. Orhan's reign marked the beginning of Ottoman expansion into the Balkans and Ottoman expansion in general. Orhan's reign also marked the beginning of the transformation from the Ottoman tribe into a powerful Turkish state. Murad I, he reigned from 1362 to 1389. The big thing that Murad did was that he made the Janissaries. Janissaries were paid moderately well and respected greatly. A Janissary would only serve the Sultan and was the Sultan's personal army slash bodyguards. They would be kidnapped at ages 8 to 18 and trained till adulthood. They were led by discipline and were not allowed to be married. He also forced the Byzantine Emperor John V Pelagius to become a vassal. He conquered a lot of land, mainly in Europe. Then, in 1366, his conquests were temporarily put to a stop by a crusade. After the Battle of Kosovo, a Serbian snuck into his tent and stabbed him to death. Bayezid I, also known as the Lightning Bolt, he reigned from 1389 to 1402. After his father, Murad I, died, the first thing that he did was summon his younger brother to the, his tent and had him strangled to death to prevent any further fight for the throne. The next day, his soldiers made him Sultan of the Ottomans. The Ottomans were in big trouble after the Battle of Kosovo. It had taken most of their troops, and while with no army, the Ottomans were falling apart. Many vassals and Christian lords were turning against Bayezid. Europe was considering starting another crusade against the growing Ottoman strength. In less than two years, Bayezid took a broken-down empire to a great superpower by bringing down all the rebellions and taking even more land than they had before the rebellions. Without Bayezid I, the Ottoman Empire would have likely stopped there and fallen apart, as most empires do. There are many theories on how he died. Most say that he dies of supposed suicide while imprisoned by Timur after the Battle of Ankara. 
the Ottoman Civil War or the Ottoman Interregnum. After the Battle of Ankara, this would mark the start of the first civil war in Ottoman history, which spanned from 1402 to 1413. This was a civil war in the Ottoman Empire between the sons of Sultan Bayezid I. Although Mehmed was the rightful heir to the throne, by Timur, his brothers Issa, Musa, and Suleiman refused to bow down to their younger brother. Temur named Mehmed Sultan for these exact reasons, so all the older brothers would fight for the throne, each claiming the throne for themselves. The Ottoman Civil War was the result. Mehmed I he reigned from 1402 to 1421. Mehmed I was named the Sultan after the Battle of Kosovo when the Civil War started, and he won in 1413. The Civil War had lasted the last decade, and Mehmed I had finally come out on top. The other siblings in the war had been killed off, but that didn't mean he had any fight for the throne. He still had Mustafa, his younger brother, to worry about. Even though Mustafa was younger by almost 10 years, that did not stop him. He had been taken prisoner after the Battle of Ankara, but was not released as quickly, and after that went into hiding, and finally revealed himself, and kindly asked Mehmed I to petition the empire with him. When his brother refused, Mustafa took up arms, but this would not stop Mehmed, and Mustafa was easily defeated. After this, two other challenges to the throne were made. Mehmed was a good with a sword and bow, and also had a very good education. When he was 12, his father, Bayezid I, was impressed by his son and named him leader of Amasya, an important trading city, where he learned about government affairs and how to lead the city in more times. Mehmed would often serve in the Ottoman reserves while military campaigning with his sultan father. One of those battles was the Battle of Ankara, but luckily, because it was commanding and the right, res uh, right flank reserves allowed him to escape without being captured. He died from falling off his horse while hunting and being paralyzed. His servants pretended that he was alive by moving his hands for him and scruffing his beard so his son could come to claim the throne. Murad II 1421 to 1444, and 1446 to 1451. Hearing the death of his father, he raced day and night across the empire to proclaim himself sultan before anyone else. His father did a good job of restoring peace. He knew he must get back as fast as possible before the peace could be quickly taken away. The fate of the Ottoman Empire lay in his hands. After 43 days of riding, he finally made it to his dead father and claimed the throne and was made the seventh sultan. At the time, he was only 16 years old, but Marad had already had a lot of experience in government. He helped take down the Bedouin Revolt and was part of the conquest of Sesimun, and was also the governor of Sanjak of Amasya. After that, the Byzantines saw an opening and released Marad's uncle, Mustafa, again, to create an Ottoman civil war by claiming his rights to the Ottoman throne. Almost instantly, he lost support of the Byzantine Empire for not holding up his end of their deal. He refused to give back to the Byzantines the city of Genupol, as he promised. After that, he lost the Byzantine support, and his army quickly switched back to Murad's side. Mustafa was hanged. After Murad suspected the Byzantines were behind his, this revolt, he quickly laid siege to the city of Constantinople. Then, in 1444, he retired for unknown reasons and handed the throne to his 12-year-old son. But only two years later, in 1446, his son sent him a letter saying, quote, If you are the sultan, come and lead the army. 
If I am the Sultan, I order you to come and lead the army. End quote. So basically what this meant is that his son did not think that he was fit for the throne. So he gave it up after two years. And after that, Murad reigned for another five years. So when I first stumbled upon this class, I barely knew anything about the Ottomans, except that they were around for World War I and settled in modern-day Turkey. But now I see how deep their history goes. More content than I could ever imagine. Thank you for listening.